Hi, and welcome to the new Feminine Revolution podcast. This is a space for women who want to live with deep self-love, personal responsibility, and purpose. I am your host, Carolina Zuleta, and I'm an expert in helping women create extraordinary lives. I'm excited to have you join us. Hi, and welcome to episode 18 of the new Feminine Revolution podcast. I'm so happy to be with you here. Today, I want to talk about those moments in life where we are challenged and asking ourselves, do I express who I am? Do I say what I'm truly thinking or feeling or what I honestly believe? Or do I fit in, stay quiet so I can get the approval or belong in a group? Most of us are faced with that challenge because we're scared of being judged ridiculized, we're worried that other people think we're dumb or not good enough. I think this this dichotomy between expressing ourselves and belonging happens because there's two human needs that sometimes feel like they are at odds with each other. The first one is our need to express ourselves, to share our truths, to be authentic, to fulfill our potential to share the gifts that we were born with, with the world. Our other need, which is also fundamental to humans, is our need to belong, to feel like we're part of something, that we are accepted in a community, that we are not alone. And this second need of belonging is evolutionary. It's a survival need. Because when you think about the Stone Age, those humans who were rejected, casted away from the society, even today, those humans would die. It is very hard for human beings to survive alone. We need each other. So this conflict arises all the time when the risks are high, where we really want to belong. I know, for example, when I was dating, this was a conflict that I would have to face often. I even remember once I was dating this guy that I really liked and he was criticizing romantic comedy, saying that they were stupid and silly and who would waste time watching that because he was into the documentaries and in-depth type of information. I smiled and agreed, didn't say much, but inside I knew I was betraying myself because I love romantic comedies. In fact, in Rotten Tomatoes, the lower the score in Rotten Tomatoes, it's more probable that I would love it. And I hid that part of me. And I was feeling so off. You probably can relate. When we don't share who we truly are, we feel awful with ourselves. It's like betraying ourselves. It also happens at work. You might be in a meeting and everyone is agreeing that, yes, we should do things this way. And you're feeling like, I'm not sure that's the way I want to do it. But you, you stay quiet and you just agree. So you don't create conflict or that people see you as a difficult person, or hard, or not a team player, so you stay quiet. But then you know you're also betraying yourself. So all of us have this conflict. In fact, there is a man whose last name is Darst, who did a research between conformity and expression. And he discovered that 80% of the population today fails to express their truth of their experience to their highest vision in day-to-day life. Because we're so afraid of rejection, of losing our jobs, of losing the care of those that we love. 
But the problem with this, the problem like, okay, yes, you might feel like initially if you fit in, if you hide and you just fit in, you feel like you're belonging. But honestly, you know that you're not. Because what's belonging in that moment is that fake personality that you're showing. This guy that I was dating, he was liking the girl that didn't like romantic comedies. Well, that's not me. That's not this girl. So it conforming or fitting in gives you a false sense of belonging. And at the end, it ends up in us feeling more insecure, more scared, always worried that someone is really going to find out that we're the ones that are different and end up alone. I often see this happen with people who are pleasers or who are afraid of conflict. They will say simple things like, do you want to eat at this restaurant or the other one? Oh, whatever you want. And to avoid conflict, but then they're not really satisfying their needs. And what happens with time when we keep hiding to ourselves what we like, what we don't like, what we are truth is that we start forgetting what it is. And I meet a lot of women that say, I am asking them, what do you want? And they're like, I don't know, because they've been so disconnected from themselves that they no longer know. But the good thing is that we can all rebuild that muscle. And I also think is I, and also I see people who are really good at expressing their truths, maybe within their family, but maybe not in their work. Or maybe they're really good at their work, but they're holding things for their spouse, their significant other. Today, what I want to talk about is how can we live more authentically? How can we overcome the debate between expression and belonging so we can have both? Because both are fundamental human needs. And where I found the answers to this was by reading the most recent book uh, written by Brené Brown called Braving the Wilderness. In it, she discusses this dichotomy between our desire to express ourselves and belong. And she has a beautiful definition about what true belonging is. And it goes like this. True belonging is the spiritual practice of believing in and belonging to yourself so deeply that you can share your most authentic self with the world and find sacredness in both being a part of something and standing alone. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be who you are. And I loved so many things about this. First, that it's like true belonging stops being about if other people agree with me or if I can fit in in a group, but it's belonging to myself. It's that moment when the approval that we seek the most is of ourselves. Is like a mind integrity, a mind authenticity with who I am. And the other part is that we find sacredness in both being a part of a group as in standing alone. So yes, standing alone can be very scared. But when we build the muscle of courage to stand alone, we, re we realize that there's something magical that happens in that moment. Because we are being fully who we are. Even right now, for me sharing with all of you that the movies I like are the ones like with the lowest ratings in Rotten Tomatoes and, and being able to laugh about it, it feels so freeing. And it's a little thing, but at some point I was hiding it because I was scared others would judge me. So I want you to think right now, where are some areas where you're not being authentic? where you're not allowing others to know what you think or perhaps how you truly feel? Where are you apologizing for who you are? 
Where are you saying all the time, oh, I'm sorry, or whatever you want, versus, no, here's what I want, here's what I believe in. So take a minute and think about that. To quickly sum up what I've been sharing, we have two basic human, two of our basic human needs is our desire to belong and our need to express ourselves. In order to do both, we first need to learn how to belong to ourselves. And we do that by strengthening the muscle of courage to stand alone. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I want to live in a more authentic way. I want to express more of myself so people can actually love who I am and not a fake or a false personality that I'm putting out there. I'm going to offer you three steps so so you can start practicing today. Step number one, in order for you to express who you are in the world, you need to know who you are. So this week, you can take it upon yourself to start discovering that. You can start with day one saying, what are all the things that I like? And just go around the world around your day looking at things that you like. You like white sofas. You like the sun. You like this beautiful tree. You like how this food tastes. You like what that person is wearing. You like the cover of this book. So one day you're going to focus on everything you like. The next day, focus on everything that you don't like. You don't like how this person talks. You don't like what this person is wearing. And be careful because we've made it wrong. Like, oh, we can't judge others. And that's in a way, cutting ourselves from being truly, like we don't like those things. It doesn't mean that we're making a judgment about who they are. We're just knowing and telling ourselves the truth that we don't like it. We don't like red doors or we don't like when it's stormy or we don't like when we wake up three times in the middle of the night. The next day you can work on what you agree with. So you can watch TV, listen to conversations, uh, pay attention to what's happening at work and what are the things that you're agreeing. Even in what I'm sharing with you today, what are the things that you agree with that I'm sharing? And then the next day, do all the things that you disagree. You disagree with what I'm saying or what you heard in the radio or with the lyrics of a song or with something you read in a book. That way you start really noticing what is going inside of you. You can create a wish list, sit down and write all the desires, all the things that you want for your life. The more you practice paying attention to what's happening inside of you, the more you, you will be able to express that in the world. Then step number two is to start strengthening that courage muscle. So go throughout your day and those things that in the first step you were just noticing and telling yourself, start sharing it with others. So you might go and say, I actually, you know, that movie that all of you liked, it wasn't for me. I really didn't like it. Or, oh, none of you liked it. Well, I did. Or you're in a meeting at work and everyone is saying we need to do this and you're not thinking that's the right step. You go ahead and say, I disagree. I think it should be this other way. So start with little things every day. That's step number two, because you're strengthening the uh, bravery muscle. And then step number three is to start taking risks and expressing the things that maybe are the scariest for you. So perhaps is you have hidden gifts. You are this beautiful writer and you've been writing and you haven't shared it with anyone. Or you paint and you never show what you paint to others. Or perhaps it's some feelings that you have for another person that you've never shared or some resentments that you've never shared. So step number three is to take a higher risk. 
You can share something in social media that is vulnerable, that people don't know about you. Because when you start taking those risks and noticing that you are strong enough to stand alone, you'll be more likely to continually do it. And that will improve your leadership and allow you to express your full potential. So now I would love to hear from you. I invite you to send me an email to info at carolinazuleta.com and share with me, number one, what is the biggest takeaway from this episode? And number two, how are you going to start living more authentically because of something you learned here? I hope to hear from all of you. I'm sending you all my love and have a great week. Bye. If you like this episode and want to receive more exclusive content and some personal updates that I only share by email, visit carolinazuleta.com and subscribe to my newsletter. Also, remember I'm on a mission to transform the lives of a million women. So if you liked today's episode, please share it with your mom, your sister and girlfriends or any other woman that you consider could benefit from this information. I'm sending you all my love and stay tuned for more life lessons next week. Bye.